Hello, welcome to the Radiate Podcast. We're here to connect, encourage, and empower you to radiate the message of Jesus to yourself, your neighbors, and the world. I'm your host, Steve Presswood. My guest today is Lauren McAdell. Lauren, it's great to have you in the studio with me. Thanks for having me. You bet. So tell us about yourself. Our podcast audience doesn't know you. Well, um, I'm a senior. I'm studying elementary education, uh, so I want to be a teacher. And I live upstairs in the Presswood house. And if you are a frequent listener of the podcast, you might know me as the girl who used to do Claire Oldham's dishes. (laughs) Yeah, that is funny. Well, what changed in your life because of COVID-19? I'd say that there were a lot of things that happened um, due to COVID-19 that were definitely unexpected for me. Uh, This is my senior year, and so I was really expecting to have a nice send-off from Stillwater, uh, the opportunity to spend more time with my friends, do things on campus that kind of won't be able to happen now. So that's changed. Um, Another big thing has just been my coursework because... Since I am in my second semester of senior year as an elementary education major, I've spent the last eight weeks prior to spring break student teaching full time in an elementary school here in Stillwater. And so now since OSU is closed and also the public school system in Oklahoma is also closed, I'm not able to be there teaching students. And so that's been definitely a big transition. Uh, We're trying to work together, my mentor teacher and I, on how to do this distance learning thing when it comes to fifth graders, which is a little bit more challenging than it is with college students. Mm. So it's been kind of an adventure that we're starting next week. So I'm really excited. Do you think you're handling, do you feel like you're handling the emotional stresses of it, the mental stresses, whatever else makes it hard? I think that the first week, which was spring break, I was really excited to go on our NAV spring break trip because this was going to be the first year my whole college experience that I was going to be able to go. So I was really looking forward to it. Uh, So it was really hard when we found out that we weren't able to go and do that. So instead, I went home for all of spring break. And it was nice to be home and to be with my parents. Uh, But I was so lazy that entire week. Uh, And I think because I wasn't very stimulated, uh, because both my parents had to go to work all day, so I was sitting by myself alone in a house, I really got deep into my emotions, and it probably wasn't in the most healthy way, uh, just because I was feeling so upset about everything that had happened. And at that point, we just knew that spring break had been canceled and that the next two weeks of OSU had been canceled, and so even that was really hard for me to deal with and I think it was Wednesday or Thursday of that week uh, when we found out that campus was going to be shut for the rest of the semester and I'm going to be honest I cried for about two hours after I read that email Um, so at that point I don't think I was handling it very well Um, I think it's okay that it was something that had an emotional response um, from me But I don't think that I was really turning to the Lord and trusting what his plan was in all of this at first. But I decided to come back to Stillwater. 
to be here with you all and with Ellen, who is in our podcast audience right now. Say hello to the people, Ellen. Hello to the people. Um, <laughs> just so I'd have some more community uh, here, and I just feel more productive here in Stillwater. So since coming back and kind of establishing a routine, I've definitely seen an improvement in my attitude about the whole situation. Hmm. I, I feel like I need to do a, um, a disclaimer uh, I could never come up with a question like this. I've got some help with some of the questions, and our the member of our podcast audience today is the person who helped me with this really good question. It will be fun for lots of people. It's not the question I would ask, but nevertheless, it is fun. What's your favorite pair of shoes that you've ever owned? So I am someone who likes to pretend that I'm outdoorsy, and I do like hiking and being being in nature, Um but I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm super outdoorsy, but I have this pair of sandals and when I wear them, I feel like I could hike up Mount Everest. Um, and they're, they're bedrock sandals, so it's an outdoor sandal. I don't know. They're really so nice. So you're faking it a little bit is what I hear you saying. Um, does, that, does that make it fake shoes? No, they're real shoes. I just think that out of the people that I know that have them, I'm probably the least qualified to wear them. Um, but they're good to me because they're f pretty flat and I can't wear anything that's more than an inch off the ground without tripping. Uh, so honestly, they've probably served me very well over the last couple of years that I've had them. What is your favorite and least favorite thing about your particular roomie? I do not want to answer that. Oh, Steve. because she's here? No, because everything if she was just is my listening. favorite. <laughs> oh, that can't be true. Okay, wow, no. that's no, that's you're right, that's unfair. <clears throat> mm. My favorite thing about Ellen is that when she is reading something online, like if I see her scrolling on her phone, she actually laughs out loud to things. Some people will text like LOL after they've after you've sent them something, but really they just maybe smile at it, but Ellen will actually laugh and I love it. That's great. That's great. Um least favorite <laughs> thing she leaves the lights on sometimes. No. So I turn them off. Don't worry, Steve. Your electricity bill will not will not be harmed. But. Okay. Good of you to think of me. <laughs> what is a verse that you've memorized that's made a big impact on you? Well, something that I think has impacted me, especially in the last couple of weeks with everything going on, has been my time spent reading Revelation. So I've been I've been reading it all semester and studying it in my quiet times. And I'm not saying that this situation that we're going through is written in Revelation prophecy, but I think that it has helped me to kind of understand that like God's an authority and he knows what's going to happen in the future. And so even a situation like this, um, he's still in control. So a verse that I read a couple days ago, I just finished the book um, last week, uh, was Revelation 21.4. And it said, he will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away. Uh, and I think, again, like I mentioned earlier, because I have been pretty emotional about everything that's going on right now, I have been sort of grieving the loss of my senior year, the loss of 
not having a commencement ceremony uh, to kind of celebrate the last four years here at OSU, it feels weird to be grieving things that haven't happened. Um, and I've experienced a lot of tears, as I was saying. Um, and so it was comforting to read, especially after a book that has a lot of weird things that I don't understand, um, to kind of this comforting message that's saying there's going to be a day where all will be right and there's not going to be any more of that grieving or mourning or pain uh, because the Lord's going to establish um, new things. Why do you think, Lauren, we wouldn't cry, we wouldn't uh, have any tears Are we going to forget everything? Is there some magical thing that happens to our brains so that we don't uh, know about the things that used to cause us uh, to emotionally weep over things? Or is it something else? Well, I think that the main thing in this verse and in these passages in Revelation that I've been reading is this is the part where we are united with God in the way that we were intended to be at the beginning of creation. This is right after uh, John talks about the revelation of a new Eden, um, new Jerusalem. And so we are going to be in the presence of a holy God and a God that is good. And I don't know necessarily if we'll forget things that have happened in the past. Um, Obviously, that's something we can't really know what happens after we die to our memories or things like that. But... um, I would say that if there is any memory of bad things, I think we'll be in so much awe of the goodness of God and of his plan that we'll be able to look back at things that were maybe hard while we're living here on earth and in our lives and say, okay, this is how God was glorified through that. And this is how um, we were able to maybe move closer to him in our relationship with him or um, just praise him for those things because they had an impact on us. Mm. Yeah. So the perspective of heaven then is likely to color our understanding of what we experienced here on earth. And right now we just don't have that perspective. Yeah. Good. So um, have have you had anything already maybe in the last couple of weeks that you would say is a change of perspective so that you're able to say, Oh my goodness, I was overreacting to it initially, and now I've got a a new perspective on quarantines and COVID-19 and all that sort of thing. Yeah, definitely. I am someone who likes to plan things and likes to be in control of things, whether or not I always realize it. And so I think my first thought when I found out that OSU was canceling was, oh, no, I'm not going to graduate. I'm not going to be able to get a job. I'm not going to have any money, and I'm going to die on the side of the road. Like something, (laughs) honestly, something like that. Because to me, it was so stressful to think, okay, because my classes aren't really classes that I can take online, it's me teaching. I was like, I have no idea how they're going to even remedy that with all of the guidelines uh, that Oklahoma has for educators and things like that. So I was really... I was really anxious about everything and just wasn't really having a clear perspective. But I think uh, the Lord has really been showing me that things are going to work out and it's going to be okay, even if it's not looking like how I thought it was going to look like, how I would have liked it to look. Uh, Things are still working together in his plan. Um, And 
honestly, one of the sweetest things about this time that we suddenly have is that I've been able to, like I said, I established a schedule because I'm lazy. Hmm. And so I thought, well, if I don't do this, then I'm not going to do anything during my time in quarantine. Um, but it's been really sweet because I've been able to establish a real routine of getting into the word every day. And that's something that I haven't been able I don't say haven't been able to, but I haven't really focused on as much in college. I would usually have like a few good weeks maybe, and then it would kind of fade away. But this semester, having a schedule before teaching in the morning helped me to establish that routine. And now that we are in this sort of weird self-isolation thing where we can't go out and do a bunch of stuff, I'm having that routine still in place, but it, I'm actually getting to spend more time in the Word than I have been mm. recently. So that's been really sweet and has been, I think, good for my overall perspective of everything that's going on. So you said earlier that you're student teaching, and I know the person that you're teaching with came over yesterday just to to make sure that you guys were on the same page. There was pretty good amount of social distance between everybody just a reminder for our podcast mm -hmm. audience. <clears throat> but y'all talked about um, what you're going to do for the next few weeks. Did you feel any sense of relief that y'all have had a chance to, to talk about it? Or does it still seem so crazy that it's going to be hard to pull off? It is a little bit daunting still. It's nice to have kind of the skeleton of a plan um, up. But because this is such an unprecedented time, especially with younger students who may not all have access to technology, or if they do at their house, maybe their parents need to be using it when they're working from home. Mm. So really nothing is required for students. There's no grades anymore for the rest of the semester. So really the thing that we are focusing on, my mentor, teacher, and I is trying to come up with things that fit what the students need to be learning, but things that are fun and will engage the students so that they'll want to do them and not feel like, oh, there's just a bunch of homework that's coming from the teacher. So I'm really hoping that we are able to do that in a way where students are excited, that it might even kind of be a break from the monotony of quarantine life, because I know for me, there's some times when I'm bored during the day when I don't have my usual routine. And so I'm sure it's the same thing for the 10 and 11 year olds that I've been teaching all semester. So we're really hoping that that's something that will be a blessing to them. But we'll see. Yeah. It's all new. Well, I'm quite sorry that you can't finish your student teaching in the way you'd wish. I'm sure that you'll do a good job, though, even without it. I really am convinced. In fact, talking to your teacher yesterday just reinforced that confidence. Well, it's been good to have you with me and uh, to get a chance to interview you. Thanks for spending some time with me today and uh, just sharing what's on your heart. Thanks. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Steve. Thanks for tuning in to Radiate. You can continue to listen wherever you get your podcasts. You can also connect to us online at osunavs.org and on Instagram at osunavs. See you next time, and until then, keep radiating the message of Jesus.